everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Daddy Darter Dishes podcast. This is episode 18. That's my first. Um, this is episode 18. 18. We are almost to 20. Bing, bing. We got right, 18. Another milestone coming up. Another milestone. We got 18 episodes. That's crazy. But under our belts. But I am your host, Kira. Uh, with me, I have my lovely co-host. BJ, the daddy. He is the daddy. I am the daughter. I was about to say, I am the daddy. I am the daddy. As a I am the daughter. He is the daddy. And this is Daddy Daughter Dishes. So, again, let me just start off with a little apology. I'm not apologizing, but I am going to acknowledge that we did take last week off. Also, y'all are probably like, okay, what are we doing? What's happening? Just consider it like a summer break for real, because life be lifing and I'm going to unplug when I need to. And last week I was just at the beach and life was busy. So I said, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the next few. We'll just skip a week. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that we are here this week um, and we are going to test out a few new things. So we're going to start dropping some episodes on Fridays instead of Wednesdays. Uh, from here on out, we'll see how that goes. Mm. And any further changes, I will let you guys know. Um, but yeah, happy 18th episode. Yeah, we're going we gonna, to uh, switch some things around to associate dropping a 3D episode with getting your paycheck paid on Friday. So you're going to get a, you're going to get a treat in the morning and you're going to get a treat about 10, 10 30 when that, when that money hits you. Wake up, yeah. We're wake just going to try to associate up. ourselves with other good things. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so dad, haven't talked to you in two weeks. What you been up to, man? How's yeah, life been? Yeah, man. Life been a motherfucker. <laughs> I, you, I feel like that should be the title Ooh. of this episode. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I can cuss on the title though. Maybe it's blocked. I don't know, but um, you know, you know, we hadn't talked since when we last recorded. It was the day before my birthday, and I was off work, and then my birthday came, and I had some stuff going on that had me totally dejected for lack of being too vulgar on this platform we gotta Some let things it take on place that had me just messed up say. man you say all the cuss words you want to say oh well it had me fucked up i don't know if you saw it but i had i think it was uh thursday after my birthday the day after i had posted on facebook i was like man i should have stayed 47 because 48 is testing my pimping already so it was it wasn't nothing life threatening or anything like that. It was just, man, whew, it was just, it was rough. It, it was, was a rough couple of days after I turned forty. That's them. That's them days they be talking about. When they, at least it's you, at least it's not one of those no. days. That's one of those days. It, it could, it, it could, it could be worse, huh? It could be worse, but it, that still doesn't take away from the so fact that to, it sucked. Yeah. So I mean, to get a little bit more specific. I know I have been talking about some stuff that was going on. I have been working on some things. So I have been working on a business plan for a potential business coming. And I have been working on this business plan for weeks. And I um, had a um, a login account on a certain platform that I, you know, 
joined, put the business, was putting the work on. And I had the business plan pretty much complete. And 4th of July weekend, we were going to go and present it to a potential investor. And that Wednesday night, which was my birthday, I got back to Evansville and I was like, man, I'm going to make a couple, you know, tweaks to it. So I logged on to the doggone site. And when I put in my information to get on my page, my screen on my computer just started jumping. What was going on? When it finally stopped, I was like, yeah, all right, cool. I can get to work now. And when I went to pull up all of my information, everything that I had worked on was gone. And I'm talking about everything of substance. Like only thing left is like the title page, what kind of business it was going to be. That's it. But all my work of substance, everything was gone. And I was... So dejected. I was, I I wasn't dejected. I was pissed off. I was mad. It was late. Really couldn't do anything about it. And here's what my mindset was like. So the forecast was calling for rain the next day. And so I was like, okay, if we rain out at work, I'll come back here. I'll get on the phone with support. And I'll see if they can help me recover. Because everything that I could do on my screen, I, I couldn't recover. So I get up next morning, go to work. They call them for all kinds of severe weather in Evansville, Indiana area. So I get to work. We sitting around the office and the first storm blew through Evansville, knocked out about 10,000. We got to go to work now. So we working. And Thursday, that Thursday was, I've been doing line work for uh, quite some time now. And but that that Thursday after my birthday, June 29th, that was a weird one of the weirdest days I've ever experienced as far as weather and work because the first storm hit early that morning. We had to go to work, so we working. Come noon, another storm hit, so it bumped the uh, outages up some more. And then come that evening, another storm hit. Mm -hmm. So we had like three storms hit in one day, and. I worked, so we started working that, that Thursday. I worked 16 hours that Thursday, that Friday, that Saturday. And then I worked about 10 or 11 hours on Monday before we got released. So I had, uh, my birthday was Wednesday. My damn uh, business plan for Wednesday night. I had to work so many hours and so many days. I didn't get to go to Chicago for the July weekend and kick it with my family. And yeah, it was it kind of freaking, I didn't really even get to celebrate my birthday. It was just kind of a, it was just kind of a jacked up deal. I made oh. some money though. I can't really complain because when Dang I saw it. the, when I saw the paycheck, you know, <laughs> you said I can, days, I like, can, uh, I can like, you know, I, I take it, you know, I ain't going to. I can, I can redo that. I can redo that business plan. It's just going to take a little work. Yeah. I can go see my cousin some other time. Yeah, because if you would have went solved, you would have spent some money. Like, but instead, you made some. Oh, definitely. I would have I would have spent it, and, but I did make some. So that's why I was, you know, that's what had my days after my birthday had me so wired up. But it was crazy because on Storm, shit. I hadn't really worked a storm in quite some time. I was about to say, like I, that. I don't recall really the last it's, storm. It's been a minute. It had been a minute. It had been a minute. I can't, 
I was thinking back. I can't even really recall. The one I remember is when we had got engaged. Yeah, I was going to, that was it. That was the last storm that I had worked when we went up to Cal, we was in, uh, not Cali, we was in New New York and New Jersey Jersey. for like 10 days. And then I flew down for the engagement party, surprise. And then when I left there and went straight to Iowa, because that's when that derecho hit up in Iowa. Mm -hmm. And when I went to Iowa and worked a few more days, that was the last storm that I really worked. But I didn't climb any poles on that storm. Hell, that's the storm that hit after my birthday. I climbed. I had to climb. Oh, <laughs> I climbed the poles. Oh, um, at like, time. Like, if you like, riding a bike for at first for a while, for after a while, like you gotta be like, oh shit, I forgot how this function. Like, <laughs> so when you go to climbing school, you go through so many repetitions, it becomes like muscle memory. Mm. So yeah, you get rusty. But you don't ever really forget how to climb that pole. It's like it's like second nature. And the thing, the key to climbing a pole is trusting your tools. As long as you trust, as long as you trust your your hooks and your belt, it, it just it, it comes back to you. And you don't you be more concerned about what you got to do when you get on the pole mm-hmm. than you do actually getting on the pole. Because mm-hmm. once that first one, I got that first one out the way, it was like. I had, I guess my adrenaline was flowing because it was like, shit, I could do another one of these. I felt kind of good when I got off of it. And then, uh, hell, I got my wish because the next day (laughs) I had to get back on another one, which that's part of what we do. It wasn't no big deal. It was just, it was just different because it had been a while. Oh. So yeah, that's, that was, um, so then we got, um, so worked storm till that Monday and you know, 4th of July was Tuesday. So the boss mail was like, originally we were supposed to take Monday and Tuesday off, but when the storm worked and we worked into Monday, he ended up, we still got Tuesday off, but we ended up in uh, Wednesday off as well. So we got like a weekend in the middle of the week last week. And uh, I had gotten, when I got off storm, I drove home here to Ullin and I went to no, I went to visit uh, Rodney and Felicia because they had just got back from Florida for their final move because they're here permanently now. Mm-hmm. And just so happened, Gator Jones and the real Mrs. Jones was making their way back from Chicago. So we all met up at Rodney's house and uh, we were sitting around there talking and everybody's like, well, what are we going to do for tomorrow? Nobody had to go to work and shit. I called Uncle Dave. I was like, man, because Kim was like, Money got some food. He had posted some food on Facebook. We need to go down there and see what he gonna do with that food. So I called him. I was like, "Hey man, what you what you?" I said, "You got some more food left?" He was like, "He said, yeah, we got some left." I said, "I got some people gonna come and see you." And he was like, "I don't know if I got that much." I said, "Well, what we need to do to get you to go to the Sam's Club? Because I know you like to go to Sam's Club." He said, "All you gotta do is say you coming. And I'll make the trip." <laughs> I said, "Well, we coming." <laughs> so I told uh. I pretty much made Rodney and Felicia ride with me. I was like, what y'all doing tomorrow? They was like, nothing. I said, y'all riding with me to Memphis. We going to Memphis. They was like, what time we leaving? I was like, I ain't going to wake you up early, but Rodney was like, man, don't call me and wake me up. I said, I'm not going to call you. He, he called and woke me up. He's like, bro, what, he's like, bro, what time we leaving? I was like, shh. Nah, he, I think he called me like at 8.30. Ooh. And I was like, shit, man, I'm still in the bed. Nah, like, you know, give us about it. We'll be ready in an hour. Yeah, you leave about noon. Well, that's well, we left about we left about 10. We went down there, hung out. 
uh, guy with hair and makeup, Tanya B, and went over to Uncle Dave's. He had him and Bar had a spread laid out, and we just sat out there. And then it it, it started storming down there. I was like, I ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, no, I was blown out. I really shouldn't even. If you uh, if you I really gotta, shouldn't even. Wait, what you say? I was getting ready to say I really shouldn't even went to Memphis because I was so tired, but I ain't really had nothing else to do. Mari was, uh, I think she was already down there, or on getting ready to be down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, eh, we went down there and hung out. That sounds good. I one thing y'all know how to do is make a time out of millisecond. Oh yeah, we we gonna do that. That's for sure. Well, how's I- your time off been since the last time we spoke? been it's been okay it's been good i'll say i feel like i hit like a reset button yesterday at midnight or i guess i say today at midnight i feel like there was something in the skies and this water i don't know something clicked um so mom and mari cassandra came to visit me uh for fourth of july weekend yep and then i took um all of last week off all the remaining days that i so i had like a week and some days off me and siege and so we had Mm -hmm. them over um let them experience the house um i i had what i called a soft launch of my house and i had um two of my i had Brittany and sydney over um and we played the kino and (laughs) <laughs> taught them how to play Pekino. Look, taught them how to play Pekino. And Sydney, she watches uh, The Price is Right also. So she had got Pekino and uh-huh. she screams, Plinko! <laughs> she said, Plinko! <laughs> we all fell out the way she said it too. She said, Plinko! I said, yep. You know what? Just because uh, of how you said it, it absolutely is Plinko. Uh, and then she was like, works. and then That's she got awesome. she got Pequino the next game. She's like, Pequino, okay, y'all, I gotta go. <laughs> and I just thought that was so cool. Um, so um, we, we had our little Wang Dang doodle. Um, and then right. we kind of just imagined like what we wanted for the actual housewarming, which we're having on Labor Day weekend um, for our friends. Um, so it was fun to just kind of see what that would maybe be like having a lot of bodies in my house. I wasn't, I wasn't too overwhelmed. Um, so that was like a really, that was like a big highlight because it was cool to have just people in once, um, you know, yeah, introducing cast to Brittany and Brittany too. And so that was good. Were you going to say something? I know I, I know I had talked to Mari and. She was telling me, I asked her if she had helped her mom drive down there. And she was like, yeah, she did on the way down and on the way back. I think she drove from High Point on the way down. And then on the way back, she's from Clarksville to mm-hmm. the house. I was like, oh, look at Mari, Billy Big Riggin. <laughs> Mommy said when they got home, Mari went and was like, I'm going to bed. Like she had really done a, a trip. <laughs> I said that baby tired. Uh but yeah, while they while uh, uh, for a young for a young driver, that's a lot. Uh, okay, because I showed used to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do just about 30 minutes. But uh yeah, so Cass stayed for the weekend and then she left um on one of those days. I kind of lost track of time 
at the whole time I was off. I, I didn't, think she left on Monday. Whenever she left, uh, the next day we went to Carolina Beach, um, outside of Wilmington. And mm-hmm. me and Siege, I got a, a nice like Airbnb right on the water. Uh, it was in a condo. And okay. so we all stayed there. We had a two bed. Mari slept in the living room. They had a comfy couch. And we had we just had a good time just at the beach. Um, I had scheduled some pictures, some family pictures. So we got those back today. They look awesome. Um, and so we did that at like a really nice part of the beach. It looked like historic. It was part some historic Confederate BS. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the pictures, the pictures turned out really nice. Um, and it was a good time. Like we stayed on the beach, like during the beach day, we stayed out there a good maybe three hours. I'm absolutely burnt. Oh, you got and itchy. Y'all got Mari to stay out there that long, her and your mama. Oh, you know they love the beach. That's they. They was. I mean, we was all looking at each other, ready to come in because we knew we had to take her and Mari was sitting in the water, like where the where the water meet the sand and it go up. They were sitting there about the whole time. Mm-hmm. You see, just kind of laid back. We was further back. There was a little girl there, looked just like Azalea. It was so creepy. Because everybody said it at really? different times. We was walking up and CJ was like, that looked like Azalea. And I didn't know who he was talking about. And then I looked and I was like, damn, that looked like Azalea. And then Mari was walking back towards us. She was like, y'all see that little girl look like Azalea? And then we was talking about her and mommy was like, y'all talk about that little girl look like Azalea? And I was like, damn. <laughs> But no, she looked Leah just got like a whole doppelganger out there. A whole doppelganger. She looked just like Leah did maybe like two or three years ago. Like that Leah. And it's just ooh, it was creepy. Um, but yeah, the beach was nice. Oh wow. We had a really good time. And uh then I had oh, and we had did a um crab boil. We did a low country crab boil at our Airbnb. It was really cool. So we had like ordered the stuff for it and they had put it in these um, pots mm-hmm. for us. And so we just poured some modelos in there and cooked, boiled it for like, you know, however long it needed to be boiled. And it was so good. And I thought that's the coolest little business idea. Mm. You don't even own a restaurant. You just own like a little prepackaged mini mark. Mm, that sounds like that might have been pretty good. It was delicious. It was very delicious. And there was a beautiful fireworks show. Um, and we literally had the best view because, I mean, everybody was literally seated below, like seated where our condo was, but we was higher. It was on the third floor and it was a beautiful mm. fireworks show. We took Turbs. Turbs was with us. Um, so we had, we had a really good oh, time. Yeah? yeah. I was able to, like I he said, did I all, took, he, yeah, he did all right. He did all right. He did, he did all right during the fireworks. Yeah. He, uh, he wanted to be up under you. But he, I took some pictures of him, actually. He he was just watching them. He wanted to be close to somebody, but he was just watching them. But it's it's stormed. I feel like whatever storms you got, we got too. Because it stormed pretty much. I'm sure. We had a severe thunderstorm warning like every day while mommy was here. But, you know, it's about that time of the month of the year where the storms be storming but these these them global warming storms i don't like these that's so it's funny you say that because when the storm started on thursday like it wasn't just evansville that got hit the whole midwest mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they had another derecho come through but the whole from uh like up in wisconsin iowa 
Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, all that area, it got hit for like four days in a row. Mm -hmm. Every day it was just storming. I know Mez, because he worked for Ameren, he had, he was, he was, I think he had just got off work like this past Thursday or Friday, like the day or two before their baby shower from work. Because he started out in Cape. And I think he went up to central Missouri somewhere and then he ended up going up to St. Louis. So he got, he got in quite time on some storm work. And I know several other guys that was one group of guys that I was in California with, I think they were going, they started in Oklahoma, ended up in Missouri, Illinois. They was all over the place. I think they were gone for like 20 days. On that low. Yeah, it was, it got, it, it got crazy. This is a random question. When y'all do storm work like that, who mm-hmm. who is paying the companies paying y'all? Like how is it a government thing? The power company. Who's paying? So the the power it's all intertwined in there. Okay. So they got this thing called um oh, oh I can't think of what it's called right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something happens in an area. The power company just call in a bunch of contractors to come in and help power. And they're logging all that stuff. They do take a roster. They do all kind of shit. And what they do, they basically, the power company submits that money to like FEMA or some government agency. And they end up getting them back. Mm-hmm. Initially, they pay it out of pocket. I, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. but they get it back probably two times what they pay out. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. They're not, they're not going to submit what they actually spent. Yeah. Well, uh, they don't do that. That just ain't the American way. <laughs> America. Yeah, that's a, there were some people, uh, there were some linemen, uh, which I'll call that when y'all just be waiting on standby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they on mm-hmm. standby. On standby. They was on standby near a local firehouse. I passed, I saw them buckets. And I was like, hey, I know what y'all doing. Because we, we, I mean, we had some storms. Mm-hmm. I saw some um, lawn chairs thrown around uh it's it's sweet like i said we're gonna have a severe thunderstorm waters every day and i'm like they be looking nasty too like you can see them coming the sky looked like that like greenish orange the other day Man. and i was like yeah it's gonna be ugly but it's so that's, weird because they'll, was, uh... they'll fall for like it'll storm for like 10 minutes and then it'll be bright and i'm like huh yeah. huh <laughs> That's how it be during these summer storms. Like them, what a lot of times those pop up storms. It don't even really be a whole weather system that move through. It just be the sun, the humidity, and the moisture in the air. It just all gets the, that sun creates all that energy or gets that energy going. The next thing you know, you got you got a crazy storm coming. Cause I know we was we was working at one uh, on one repairing some power for some people. And we looked off in the sky and the the sky was just, it looked like it, it was in the, it was right after lunch, but it looked like it was getting ready to be nighttime. That's mm. how dark those clouds were. Uh, uh, uh. And they were rolling in. You could see the, the lightning, you could hear the thunder. And it was like, shit, we're going to cab up guys and ride this one through. And uh, we was, we cabbed up and it rained a little bit where we were, but just to the east of us where our office was, our general foreman was in the office and he's like, when we got back to the office that night, he said, boys, I thought I was gone. No! He, said, he said, I looked, ah! he said, I looked outside. He said, and 
He said he looked outside and the wind was blowing to the east. The rain was falling oh, sideways. He said, turn around. And he, and he looked again and the rain, the wind was blowing to the west. And the wind, and it, he said the rain was falling sideways. He said, man, he said, I thought I was going to have to take cover. He said it got really bad over this way. I was like, damn, it, it looked like it was getting pretty rough. That's that's yeah, how it that was. was pretty funny. Literally yesterday, I was um I was in the living room and my phone was like severe thunderstorm warning. And I was like, okay, cool. And the rain was hitting my neighbor house and it was like going diagonal, but then it like switched like mid mid like movement and in the trees. And that's when I saw the the lawn chair and I was like, do we have homeowners insurance? <laughs> We, where do we go? Where do we? What's our room? Do we? Is it the pantry? Is it the guest bathroom? Where is the where's the protective it's room? The, it's the it's the pantry. Because I, I want to go upstairs, but I know that's not right. Probably not the best place to go. I just want to go lay in the bed and hide, but I can't do that. Not 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 here. Not in this two story home. I got. Ooh, and then I don't think for some reason it was CJ. He, Either he was he was upstairs, I think, and I was like, "Huh, this is quite a situation that me and Turbo are in." <laughs> but yeah, man, if, um, I don't like them storms. I don't, I don't like those storms at all. We uh, actually, when Mommy and Mario was here, there was a storm right before we, because it's st- it's storming the whole way down on our drive down to the beach. But right before we left, it started storming, and I was standing by the window, and the lightning struck. And it, it was like somebody threw a flashbang in the house. Like, everybody just kind of was like, and then it was like, yeah. and then I checked, yeah. Yeah, and then I, checked, I checked our Facebook group, and somebody was like, damn, was that in our backyard? And then somebody had looked up where it had stuck. It was literally, like, not even a quarter of a mile from our street. I was like, goodness gracious. Oh, man. That sounds so dangerous. That sounds like something that set somebody's house on fire. Hey, that'd be that'd be one of the things that get me worked up when them storms hit. Like I wait. Cause to me it always seemed like it happened when the when the um the major part of the storm is over mm-hmm. and it, it still be raining and thundering and lightning and stuff, but it don't be as intense. So you know it's like you'll see that one crack, that flash of light, and then that crack of thunder just make the hair stand up on your arm and just make you like, oh shit, that's like, like oh. it was right there. Like I remember, <laughs> yeah, you like, oh god. I remember we had a storm some years ago here at the house here in Ullin. And we was on the front porch, right here on the front porch. And it was right at the end of a storm. I think and I know what you're a, talking it was about. A flash of lightning feel like that flash of lightning hit right here in the front yard and I was walking back in the house and that crack of thunder hit and I like I jumped in the house and was like yeah you always hear you always hear a little you always hear a little crackle right before and it's like no matter how hard you try to prepare somebody listening to this in a car right now like would y'all stop with the boom, y'all are blowing my speakers out. We are not responsible for that. Hey. But yeah, that's it. That and that's this. That's the boom. No matter how hard you try to prepare yourself for the sound, it it sends some some shock waves to you. Be like, Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, definitely. I <laughs> like it. The funnel cloud. I, like it. Uh-uh, I don't like. I like. I like the rumbling no, thunder. I don't like crackling thunder. I want to sound I like, like the sky got up. I don't... It's hungry. 
It's a bug. I don't want to see no funnel clouds nowhere. Maybe in the distance, maybe 20 miles out. I don't them things scare the shit out of me. Like tornadoes? Mm-mm. I don't, I don't, I don't do it. No, now they beautiful. If you can get one, some of a video of a good one, that's fine. But I, I don't want that's one storm. I don't want no parts of. That is yep. creepy. Tornadoes you know, are you, so creepy because it can damn, do so much damage in one small area, and yeah. then like where you at, it could do so much and damage. Then and then Malik house, Malik them house looks fine, and it's like, yeah. like and it. then what's the first thing you hear? When you hear people describe their damn experience Trains, with a tornado, what they and see you live by a train track. That damn train. And these damn train tracks out here, I hate when storms come at night. Like when a storm approaching at night, I'll get no rest. You be like, man, if I hear a train tonight, I just know it's I'm either gonna die or it's just a train, <laughs> one of the two. Cause I ain't getting out of the bed. Once I get in the bed, I ain't getting out. I used to hate storms <laughs> yeah, that, like that's, the house. that's some creepy shit. I yeah I I I feel like I've had phases where like I used to be afraid of storms. Then I love storms. Then I was afraid of them. And now I'm at a stage where like I like the perfect storm. But don't give me no storm with no tornado warning. Like we could do severe weather with like the low rating where they be like we have a we have a low risk of severe weather. I like those storms. I don't like the ones where they be pink on the map. I don't want to see pink. I want to yeah. see green. You got somebody. You got somebody like Grant Day talking about you need to take cover now. If you live in this area, you be hyping the damn storms up. I stay in there, man. I'm convinced. I I remember that time I sit over there in Olive Garden. I wanted to jack him up on sight. I was like, (laughs) he don't even know his life was in so much danger that day. He don't even know. He He don't don't even know. I was gonna jack him up. Lord have mercy. (laughs) I'm just playing Grant Day. I ain't. Yes. Uh, what was I about to say? Who knows? Uh, oh, I've been doing some real that. adult like shit. It's ghetto out here. You been I doing said, what? I've been doing some real adult like shit. Adult like ghetto shit. You've been doing that make you feel like it's ghetto out here. What paying bills? Shit, I'm with you when you wash your clothes. Shit. Paying bills. Uh huh. Sticking to my budget. And like being responsible and thinking about the future and shit and thinking about how I need to schedule an oil change for like two weeks from now and how I need to go get my teeth cleaned and how he need to go get his teeth cleaned and we need to make eye appointments and turbo need vaccines. And it's just like, what? This is ghetto. Into adulthood. I didn't sign you, up for you, this. You know, why you got to schedule an oil change? You get it done at the dealership, Not don't schedule... You? Yes, and not schedule like that, but just like mentally schedule. Like I just have to, mm. you know, be take the action of being like, you need an oil change. Okay, let's go get an oil change. Like if the thought is one thing, but doing it is, and then budgeting for said oil change. Mm. Um, but I, in my adulting win, um, I have an official budget, and I finally think I found a software that me. Mm. Like I just put a huge on my credit cards, and I'm on track to pay it off by like. You got yes, you found that on a platform? Me. There's a there's a platform. Yes, the platform is called Yes, it's called You Need a Budget. This is not sponsored, but it's called You Need a Budget. We call it when you when you become one, you become a Y nabber. Um and 
it's just it 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 allocates every it it only takes the it only uses your it only damn spit it out Kier. it only <laughs> forms your budget around the money that's in your bank at the very moment so mm-hmm. it allocates your dollars to certain like mm-hmm. the, there are some sort of formulas in there but it allocates your dollars to the categories that you set up and allows you okay. to kind of move money when you need it but it's only money in your account so like Right now, like I like we went to Target yesterday, and it, re- it felt really good because I looked at my budget and saw that I had uh like seventy five dollars that I could spend on clothes for this week. So I went okay. in Target and I was able to comfortably buy myself a little fifty dollar work outfit and use my debit card. Didn't use my credit card, and mm. the money was already the in my the money was already allocated. It was it's like putting money in envelopes, like oh, having gosh. those category envelopes. Mm-hmm. But like digitally, and it's 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 been really helping a lot, and I'm like really looking forward to how much benefit from it, just because it's it's completely turned my whole mindset around around the money. Oh snap! Like I actually had money. I normally don't have. I mean, I be you know I don't be broke, but I had I had like a hundred fifty dollars in my checking account right before payday. But mm-hmm. like last payday, I had well over like half of my last check in my checking account and it was just waiting and i was able to push that money the next month and it's just it's a good feeling it's a good feeling i bet it is a good feeling well i mean i still like i don't do an official but which is something i probably need to redo it it's been a minute i need to uh just what i've been doing uh because i i do i do right if i can stop Mm -hmm. out so much but the way I'm always moving, I really can't. Weekend, I did really good. I I, I went to, I went there and I didn't. The point that I was gonna rest all weekend. Man, I ain't leave the house mm-hmm. till say afternoon to get a quick bite to eat and went down to the lake that didn't water in it. And yeah, it was it's crazy. They looked it up. They had to drink because they found a some damage at the dam or the lake. So in order to oh, I thought you were gonna say a body. This and repair the dam, they had had to drain the lake first. They can go in there and assess the damage and make repairs. It's kind of crazy. Well, we love a proactive action and not a reaction. I mean, inconvenient, yes, but good for the future. Yeah, very, very good. You don't want the dam to break and flood out. The damn dam. Dam broke. We use a system at our, at my job called a dam, like my my team, and you should see my team's chat is full of damn puns. I'd be like, "Where's that damn link?" They be cracking up. I'd be like, "You the damn king." <laughs> I can only imagine. <sighs> yeah, so I, it's, I it's, so, it's a good time. Ask you, like, have you um, have you been utilizing some of the stuff you learned at the conference? At your, at your workplace or even in your personal life? That's funny you should ask. It's funny you should ask. Uh, yes. So when I got back from my conference, uh, I immediately, well, while I was at my conference, I was working like on, because I'm working on a project that I'm doing the user interface design for. And so I was really excited to get into action. So I was working on it literally on my flight back home. Um, but yeah, all last week, I mean, not last week, 
the days I was at work before I uh, was offered, um, I focused on that. And then that's my primary focus for this week. And my manager was like, she mm. was embracing and my, cause I, I'm learning how to use the tools properly. So I'm able to have my work look really clean and tidy. And, uh, so yeah, she was, she was impressed and we have a conversation about that actually tomorrow. I have a tighter deadline I was anticipating, but, uh, yeah, I've been using it. I've been using it a That's lot. Cool. I, That's I, cool. I live in that tool. Yeah. I actually just wore a t-shirt yesterday. One of the t-shirts I bought, me and Siege went, we went to Target and I had on my shirt, my Figma First, shirt. I, I forgot that my dang on shirt, my shout out shirt today. The next episode, it'll be all right. <laughs> That's cool. Um, a shout out shirt. going on? Or what else has been going on? Anything in the news lately we done missed out? I ain't got a chance to discuss. Jeez, I know I saw some. so much discourse about Kiki Palmer. I'm not about like I I don't know like I feel like if she didn't have access to Usher it wouldn't even been an issue it just been mm-hmm. a regular dude when the oh, okay why if you gonna call checking your your wife or life partner or whatever situation not even wife because there's no break on her finger. Why are you doing it on social media? To me, that's a cry of attention for him. He looking for some. He looking for some action. He looking for some speaking. And in the, I saw a theory. Somebody said how much I want to bet that they had already they had broke up before the awards mm. or before the con. And so yeah, he was, that was his way of doing that. But I just feel like, uh, I mean, if your intentions were to really discuss how you're dressed in pub or how you react to whatever what he was doing on the timeline was actually his true intention that would have been so that because quoting you know baby you got your baby mama out here putting her up for all this you say something negative of course people are also going to have negative things to say why would you want anybody saying negative about the person in your life like that just i don't that's one of the things where it's like what we got going on, we talk about it in private. Like keep that shit in. Like never take, never yeah, go. That house. was my biggest thing. Like, first of all, I don't give a damn if that's your wife or not. You're not finna control what somebody decides to wear or not wear. Well, if you don't like what that person decides to wear out in public, social media is not the place to air that that grievance. Because when you open up yourself mm-hmm. to the public like that. You open up yourself to a bunch of other shit that you ain't gonna be prepared for. So, and then say I, I just feel like I feel I don't think it had anything to do with what she had on. I think it had to do with he felt threatened mm-hmm. by uh, up on his baby mama, whatever she is to him. And because the clothing thing didn't make no sense, is they got videos where he's videoing her twerk bands or whatever in in and they post it on social it's media hypocritical. Yeah, and then and then and then the same thing the same thing that had you attracted to you to this woman is what you're talking about like people be you know you lust over they lust over people on social media all the time that's how people be signing people dms but that's the same thing the same thing that attracted you to me is what's trying to air my business. You try to air me out, like and, yeah, and, I, and you're not you're not even my husband. That's the kicker. I ain't tripping. You know what? I'm not yeah. tripping so much about that that label of husband wife deal because to me, 
I'm more uh, concerned about the the role of you being the father of her child. She the mother of your child. I ain't really tripping on the the husband wife. It's a lot of people out here saying that and that that lady don't mean shit to them. They just using to talk about that stuff. That's just my. That's true. But also, I feel like he because just because you because just because somebody is your your wife. That doesn't mean you can dictate what they do. That's why I said what I said earlier. Just because she's your wife, that don't mean you're going to be able to, to to tell her what she can and can't wear. That's still an individual. It's still a person. You can't, yeah, you can mm-hmm. voice how you feel just like you could have voiced how you felt about that. But you can't say you're not going to wear private. this because you're my wife. No, nah, that shit don't work like that. You don't own anybody just because that's your wife or your husband. That's some bullshit. And I think that people need to I get rid he, of. He under, I think he underestimated how famous she is too. And I don't think men realize that women have options. Like his insecurities was really showing. And it's like obviously that's why I I, I agree with that room that with the theory that they probably obviously if she's with you, she's with you because she chooses you. So any like there should be no reason that you should even be feeling some type of way and voicing that to the public when you know that at the end of the day that's your person. So it's like it's I feel like he's really part. projecting. Like because people are human. Like I'm sure he'll he could probably could have probably done something that would her feel some type of way, but she would handle it probably handle it in house. If he if she coming home to him and he coming home to her. People have feelings and they have stuff that they don't necessarily agree with that make them feel some type of way. That's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. The fuck part about it, like we said before, is you gonna take the shit to social media and try to air and try to make her look bad on social media. That was some fuckboy shit. And I I mean, if they broke up, then we broke up because did Kiki some justice too, boy. She had them ass cheeks out there. Akila and the bees. The bees for boobies. She, she's, she's. You know, I hope she ends up playing Angela Bassett if she ever has a biopic. I can see her playing Ansett. Very talented too. If you follow her on Instagram, she be doing different characters and stuff. She be cracking me up. But yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, she talented. I mean, she been here since Akila and the Bee. Press yeah. the digitation. I, I really don't I mean, pay too true, much attention to them celebrities. Did you see the the the, the other thing with the celebrities? I guess the all white party at um, I guess is it Michael Rubin's place? And there's a sus- couple suspect photos going around of him hugging. I guess that's a rapper dude from the back. It just oh, little baby. Is that who that was? I, I, and it was see, like the longest crazy. night of my life. I think that was the picture. And then he was like, long is such an understatement. I was like, God yeah. damn. I think they be doing that shit on purpose. I bet they, they be like, trolling let's people. put some crazy shit on. So, like, let's just see what they going to do. And then they probably be cracking up at, at all conversation behind the scenes. Because that's hey. just, I, everybody wants stuff to be a conspiracy so bad. And all I got to say about that is, if it's easily guessable to you, it's probably not. It probably don't. It probably ain't valid. I just conspiracies are never that surface level. 
So whatever you think is going on is probably, if it is, 20 times deeper than whatever you, but it, it ain't. They'd be like, I got it. No, you don't. You're missing the mark there. See, but my take on this is like, but... it, was a, it was a Facebook post I had. One of the guys I went to Martin with, he had posted, and he's had some stuff to say about it. And I was like, I said, man, but he looked real happy in the picture. He looks happy, though. And then it's like, joy. I said, from where I sit is with the post. When I saw that post, I don't know if that post was legit because, you know, it's Instagram, it's social media. But if it is, mm-hmm. it seems awkward from my perspective. You know, I said, it seems pretty damn awkward. But at the same time, I don't sit where those people sit. So for them, it may be normal. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, I think people forget that these celebrities and these rich people do not live the same lives that we live. Like, what what y'all, like, they, because from, this is, it sounds like I'm going up for them. But, like, as someone who watches a lot of interviews and documentaries and stuff of these people, like, the, you know, just how getting to see them as people it's like nah these people be like mean and friends like they probably friends like y'all are trying to make a lot of stuff that like these that he probably felt good to be there because he knows you know i'm here for a good time and you know so much going on i just need to let loose and here you just take it and run with it and that's why i don't like social media i get all of that at the same time i'll be picturing myself when i get around my friends male friends and we we show a certain amount of affection. I ain't hugging no goddamn yeah. body from the back. And no. Nah. And if you smiling about me hugging you from the back, that's some weird. It's just some weird shit, man. It's weird. I ain't. I don't give a damn I about just, nothing. Some, it just seem weird. I just. I don't know. I, I guess because I've seen like my male friends like in those environments too. Like when they when you're really in like a safe space. Like where you could just be yourself with your friends like that. Like I've seen, you know, Again. like that kind of stuff. I, I think I don't know. Maybe it's just like a. I, I don't think, know. Like I, I, I feel like, like, I, like I said, I saw it and I thought nothing. Of, I was like, oh, you know, that looks. Oh, they look like they had a good time. <laughs> and then I saw people talking about it. And I was like, that's oh. the thing where I think some people get it twisted. Like I feel like a lot of just like there's a lot of people say there's a conspiracy for seeing something that ain't there. I think there's a big push mm-hmm. to deny some shit that not might be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is I true. Mean, we're not condemning. This is true. And I, 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 me personally, I'm not condemning anything. Like I say, I don't sit where those people sit, so I don't know what. I don't even care mm-hmm. what the meaning of the of the damn uh, photo might be or whatever. But from my perspective, and from a lot of people who sit where I sit. Shit looks all weird. Shit, it's some weird. It's a weird occurrence to me. Like I, I'm, two men laid up in the, this I is just, true. It's weird. It's just that's from my this perspective. From their perspective, they might look at us and be like, "Ugh, that's gross," and you be like, "What the fuck do you mean that's gross? Hell, it ain't gross." But that's, <laughs> that's from their perspective. I'm saying if two, a same sex couple look at a man woman couple and be like, "Ugh." I've oh seen yeah, they people be like, oh, that's gross. Maybe they be like, oh, look at the heterosexuals. Yeah, it's like not the straights. <laughs> the straights. 
Yes. Yeah, I love when they do that. Like, the straights are at it again. They be like, the straights are at it again. Especially when it's like a, a cousin loving looking couple. Be like they from Alabama. They be like the, the straights are at it again. I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm with the gays on that one. Cause what the hey, hell so, y'all hey, got going now, on over here? So, so hey, I, I I'm with them when they write. Now some of these folks you look at, you be like, what in the Sam Hill is going on here? Like when you yeah, see that, that, love me that, that they love them. It'd be that uh that skinny black dude and the big old <laughs> oversized. And the big old... <laughs> I know. Yep. <laughs> like, what the it's hell? crazy because you it's there there are multiple people like that. Like and I, I can tell you exactly where to find them. Like I could probably point on a map and tell you where you can find a couple like that. And wow. several of them would be in Southern Illinois. Just, Go to Evansville, Indiana, boy. You see some weird shit in Evansville, Indiana. I'm talking about across every spectrum I there is. Have, that is one place. I have been hearing quite the. I didn't realize uh, Evansville was so messy. Methy. Yeah, like messy. Yeah, meth. It's bad. Methamphetamine. About, yeah, I didn't realize dumb. it. Yeah, it's bad. I've been listening I mean, to some uh, podcasts. Yeah, like some true crime episodes and like hella crimes take place in the vicinity of Evansville surrounding Evansville, drugs. Uh, Henderson, Kentucky. Owensville, Kentucky. Henderson, Kentucky. Yep. Yeah, that, that's bad. They had, they just put a dude, locked the dude up for uh, having, selling some um, fentanyl laced shit up there because it killed, it killed like 10 people in Henderson. His answer for a long time. But yeah, you go up there and the face is show. Ain't no teeth and they face be all sunk in and shit. They be at the damn gas stations looking all crazy. Like, man, y'all need to leave that shit alone. That shit is not doing you any good. I told you about that. We was working. Up there working. And we minding our own damn business. And that girl come walking down the street. We saw her coming and somebody's like, man, she got on a bathing suit. She got us and you motherfuckers crazy. She ain't got on nothing. Let's get the fuck out of here. That girl got closer. That girl was walking down the street in broad daylight. Ain't have on nothing but a flannel shirt. And we was looking like she was gone on that shit. She was, she was, and walked she across. She was barefoot, they got this, she? Uh, called the, the Lloyd Expressway. She walked her ass across the Lloyd Expressway. And we was like, that bitch gonna get ran the fuck over. And we just, I'm just gonna sit here and look at you, like. But she didn't get. She have on no shoes, was crazy, did she? Man. Was she was she barefoot? Yeah. Of course she. She, you know, is she either gonna have on no shoes or she gonna have on some all white shoes that's gonna be dirty as fuck? One of the two. But or she didn't have Air on Force, yeah, some all white Air Force One. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus! Well, you stay, in, you stay away from white. them zombies. Cause I mean, nah, man, the most I, I have over I here is the drunks. We we get we had the drunks. I saw Bitch. a man um, standing wobbling at a crosswalk in the middle of our highway yesterday, and I literally I was it was like my my light was red forever, and I was like I hope this man don't walk out in traffic. And as I and I'm like somebody need to call police. And as soon as I said that, like I'm in the car by myself, so I'm talking to myself. And here come the police. And so they pull up real slow. And he sees, he like turned around and he saw them. And he he thought to run. His body said run. 
Because he took <laughs> and in his mind said, wait, we are in the highway. And so he like stopped. And it was weird, it was weird to see because I know exactly what he was thinking. And then he was like, damn. Like he was like, he's looking around like I'm cornered. So he just like, kind of sat me. there and was like, they got me. He was ready to walk back. I said, Paul, Paul, that's somebody, Grandpa. Paul, Paul yeah. Gerald, Paul, Paul George, Paul George. You, you know it. But yeah, I was, I was just glad sucks. that he didn't get hit. When any kind of substance get a hold of somebody, because if, once they get a hold of them, it's like they don't have any control over anything anymore. Yeah, it's like that is, that's the only live for is to get that next fix on whether it be alcohol, yeah. heroin, cocaine, crack. It don't matter. Once, once, once it get a hold of us, it's tough for it to let go. This but is yeah, true. Man. That's why you don't dabble. You don't dabble. You don't play around with that heroin. But hey, man, let me see. I got some. Uh, I got some. Got some commentary from our uh, com- latest episode. All right, I do indeed. All right, let's see. We got a uh, dear John. He says course, this one. He says this one was real as f bomb. We. <laughs> F-bomb is in all caps, by the way. We all have to go through trials and tribulations, but to overcome anything, our faith must be in the Lord. You, amen. Great to have you back, both back on the scene. Love always, dear John. I love it. Love it. Uh, And then I'm thinking uh, the real Mrs. Jones was commenting as she was watching because we have a, a random comment that says, in all caps, not a boomer exclamation point we are gen xers young lady and then we have bj you spoke a word about hood mentality i have lived it thank god for grace mm-hmm. so those are some of the great comments we have from our our tribe here on the internet and um yeah we we y'all can leave us some more comments like i said we respond we talk back we would like some uh, podcast reviews. We we our last review was in March, and the month is July. Come on, y'all! I see the numbers. I know y'all listening. I'ma yell at y'all like y'all ain't nobody there. I know they'll come around. The the ones we have are of pure substance, so I'm living with it. They are fulfilling mm-hmm. me. But I would like some more. I would like some more. Um, y'all give. But yeah, yeah. What else you got? Uh, y'all I'm trying to search my spirit for anything that we might have didn't touch on because I, I honestly ain't been watching much news lately i've been trying to no i'm i'm gonna make it a mission to be a little more informed so we can have a a, a current event centered topic for the next episode um because okay. i i don't have much for you today but uh, um one of those joke. good old dad jokes you say it was center? this dad joke this dad joke was submitted by a uh, mm. cousin kwan so it'll be a good one yeah, and it's funny because he sent it, and it has been saved in my my folder to do. So I was like, perfect time. All right. Uh, why couldn't the green pepper practice, practice archery? archery? Because it didn't habanero, like a habanero pepper. Oh my I almost said it wrong. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Be good, be good at it. <laughs>